What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. International with your one-time $40 gift to provide a COVID relief kit to a family in poverty. Text the word GIVE to 83393. That's GIVE to 83393. Bloom Daddy. Well, we're coming to your city. Politics up right center, Republican Elizabeth Cardinal, Democrat Jim Byrne, going to be joining us shortly. Going to be talking about a number of different topics, including murder and crime rates are up in most cities. 800% in Portland, 40% in Philly, 56% in Minneapolis, 35% in D.C. You got White House spokesperson Jen Psaki actually blaming Trump for this, saying it's been up for five years now. Another person blamed the police. Conservatives say it's because of liberal ideology and the whole defund the police movement. What do you think it is? That's going to be one of the topics. Also, we're going to talk about the results of a straw poll among conservative voters at the Western Conservative Summit showing Florida Governor Ron DeSantis edging former President Trump as the lead 2024 presidential contender. Uh, Should a 9-11-style commission for a coronavirus investigation be formed? And we're also talking about surveys about voting. So those are the topics we're going to be tackling with Democrat Jim Byrne, Republican Elgin McArdle coming up at 805. A couple of things I want to tackle with you right now. And the phone lines are open, 800 1170 First of all, Otis, I figured out the mistake that I made. Okay? The mistake that I made involving Jeffrey Tubin and Brian Stelter. Okay? Scooping and Tubin. Tubin's the guy that got caught on a Zoom call flicking the bean. Mm-hmm. Okay? Stelter is a guy that got caught on a Zoom call wearing red boxers with a suit coat and a tie. Stelter's program on CNN is suffering the lowest ratings it's ever received. Reliable sources failed to attract 700,000 viewers. So I knew that both of them did something on a Zoom call. The other thing that I got screwed up on, basically both kind of uh, short, fat, white, half-bald dudes. Can you say that in today's day and age? Yeah, why not? Republican Elgin McArdle just came into the studio. She's shaking her head at me already. <laughs> but, I, I mean, they, they do look kind of similar. So I kind of got them a little mixed up there. But CNN's ratings as a whole are plummeting big time. How about the White House COVID response team? Acknowledging the big 4th of July vaccination goal will likely fall short. President Biden has said he wants to see 70% of all American adults with at least one shot by the upcoming holiday. So it's going to fall short. So Republican Elgin McArdle. Is it surprising to you that as the White House is acknowledging that they're going to fall short on vaccinations, Dr. Anthony Fauci comes out saying that we remain at risk and really, really need to worry about the deadly Delta variant of COVID-19. As a matter of fact, here's Fauci right now. The Delta variant is currently the greatest threat in the U.S. to our attempt to eliminate COVID-19. Is it is it um, is it me being a conspiracy theorist that it's it's kind of odd that he would be saying this at the same time that the White House is saying, yeah, we're short on vaccinations. No, and it's all in the wording. If you listen to what he said, he didn't say it's a deadly virus threatening uh, you know livelihood. He said it's threatening our attempts to eradicate 
<laughs> so in other words, we Fauci say, is using fear again absolutely. because the White House is saying, hey, we need to ramp up vaccinations. We're behind our goal. So you've got Fauci Otis sounding the alarm to scare everybody into going and getting vaccinated. Well, he said that they're going, their effort to eliminate COVID-19. Right. Exactly. They're not, they're not going to eliminate it at all because mm-hmm. you don't eliminate the flu. Uh, the you virus. don't eliminate measles. You don't eliminate chicken pox. I mean, you don't eliminate it. You just... You you get vaccines for it, and and you you go. keep it at bay. Yeah. You do, uh, and there's a reason it's COVID nineteen. It's the nineteenth strain, strain of COVID. I mean, if you look on the back of the Lysol can, it mentions COVID. So, folks, it's COVID's been around for a while. Are you so so? In other words, the fear mongering continuing. Absolutely, and who's listening an to him? I, I'm not. <laughs> I mean, look, I, I wrote everything. I I sat here this morning. You could see on a piece of paper. You see my notes. Mm-hmm. Second wave. We were, we were told, oh, my God, second wave, hospital's going to be overwhelmed, run for, run for your cellar, didn't happen. Third wave, hospital's going to be overwhelmed, run for your basement, didn't happen. Fourth wave, hospital's overwhelmed, run for didn't happen. We, we, th- th- it's the same thing with uh, masks. You know, don't need masks, you need masks, double mask, don't need mask if you're vaccinated. Yeah, you might want to wear a mask if you're vaccinated. Social distancing. He was wrong on lockdowns. He was wrong on the origin of COVID-19 wrong on how it's transmitted wrong on how long it can last on a surface wrong on. I mean, how many times I I can't believe that this guy continues to get rolled out by this administration and he stands there and speaks into a microphone with full confidence when he has been wrong countless times. Absolutely. Countless. How, how many times, I mean, the administration, everything. How many times does something have to be wrong and how much damage has, there, has to happen to the United States before people wake up and realize that they're being, it's all part of a plan, a master plan, conspiracy. I mean, you call me a conspiracy theorist, but that is what's going on. Read history. You know, for the first time in my life, well, for the first time in my life since this pandemic started, Yesterday, I wanted to walk up to somebody and go, WTF. <laughs> he was sitting outside by himself with a mask, with a mask on. Okay, yeah. I, I, just, I just wanted to get, what world do you live in? Do know. you live in the world of CNN? Do you live in the world of I'm scared of my own shadow? Like, what in the hell are you doing at this point in time? I don't know. I if don't he's know. that scared of it, surely he's been vaccinated. So he's sitting there vaccinated with a mask on. Now... To, to, you know, try to be perfectly honest here or, or take a look at the entire picture, maybe he has some underlying health condition. But if he doesn't, WTF. And even if he has an underlying health condition, you're outside, you're by yourself. What, what, what are you scared of? I don't, you know, and it's well, interesting because you, it, there are still some places that require masks. So you carry your mask around. And literally, I was going to an appointment yesterday and just watching how many people on the street had masks, how many people in their cars had masks on, mm-hmm. and and basically gauged, okay, this is a mask territory, this is a non-mask. It's bizarre. It, it, it is bizarre. How about the nation's largest police union finally coming out and hammering politicians and the media for fueling anti-police sentiment across the country? And I'm talking about the National Fraternal Order of Police. They tweeted, as violent crime is surging, some politicians and some in the media are gaslighting the public into thinking the public in uh, that the police are the problem. 
Now, the post also included homicide and shooting statistics for major U.S. cities. The most notable, of course, being Portland. Uh, 800% increase in homicides, 126% increase in shootings between 2020 and 2021. Now, you know the president today is going to address the rising crime rate. And from everything I've been reading and listening to, he's going to blame guns and rogue gun dealers. Because right. there's just so many rogue gun dealers Absolutely. out there. Just like there's so many ghost guns out there right. m- committing murders every day. It, I mean, it, it fits the narrative. Uh, it, it fits the story. Let's just go with it. And it's, it's, it's silly. But what he's not going to address, Elgin, is his party and its ideology. And that is to demonize the police, demasculate the police. I mean, the Democratic Party. You gotta you gotta blame them for the rise in this crime, and that is not me being being um, anti-objective. I'm being objective here. You all you gotta do same thing with the coronavirus and did it come out of a lab? Connect the dots, okay? Look at what this administration has done. They got behind the defund the police movement. It wasn't until late in the game that they they came out and went, oh, well, no, we we don't want that. They let it ride for a long, long time. You got a vice president who was bailing out violent protesters during all those protests and looting during the Trump administration. You've got a a Democratic Party that wants to get rid of the death penalty. You've got a Democratic Party that's handcuffed ICE, that that has um, not secured the border. So when when people sit back, when criminals sit back and see that you've got an administration that's not enforcing laws, you've got an administration that's letting people walk out of jail without any repercussions— what do you think a bad guy is going to do? Well, it's it's really simple. There's a, a career now. It's called data analytics. And I would like to see the um, comparison between gun laws, the riots, the enforcement, the defund the police, and mm-hmm. the percentage of crime. I would venture to guess that where there is uh, an ideology that we should defund the police and uh, you can do whatever you want. I'm going to guess that the crime is going to be higher. Portland, Seattle, Without question. D.C., Philly, Chicago. Go, go down I mean, the board. Exactly. And then, and then all you have to do is take that and extrapolate it and then throw in your media who doesn't want to cover that or spin it that it's not the person uh, but rather the, the instrument. Um, I saw a post on Facebook which I thought was really funny. A little kid is sitting there with a taking it test with his pencil and it says something about you know the teacher saying you know, guns are bad and they're mm-hmm. and he and she he said well my pencil failed the math test that's pretty much what yeah I, exactly hello. exactly it, <laughs> i that's, mean it breaks that, it down to that the, is great you know minimal this is this this is you know lowest common denominator like i said when you connect the dots when you limit the powers of the police when you cut police budgets when you choose not to enforce rules on the books when you admire and make heroes out of criminals when you let criminals walk with no punishment for their actions, what do you think is going to happen? But let's blame guns and let's blame rogue gun dealers instead of looking in the mirror and realizing you are the problem. Right. But they're never going to do that. No. That's never, ever going to happen. I mean, you take a look at, uh, take a look at Youngstown. You had a shooting Monday night in front of Savo Bar and Grill on South Avenue, 15th this year. The first homicide of 2021 took place on January 1st. Since then, the numbers have increased. And this is in Youngstown, 55 shootings, 15 deaths. You go around the city, memorials are everywhere, where people's friends and family you know, lost uh, loved ones. And if the crime continues at this rate... Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work 
for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. It will surpass last year's totals when there were 98 shootings and 28 homicides. And that's just in Youngstown. We talked about Portland, Seattle. I mean, this is taking place in major cities all over the place. It is, and that's why people are flocking to the country, you know, Yeah, where it's nice and peaceful and just people just want to live their life and go to work. We're going to talk more about this live in Florida next. Also, the Republicans use the filibuster to block the Democrats' voting rights legislation. That's on the agenda next also. News Radio 1170, WWVA. The stakes are sizzling, and so is all the action as I announce the grand reopening of the Point C and Steak Restaurant at Wheeling Island Hotel Casino Racetrack. Hey, it's Bloom Daddy, and if you like fine dining, then call the Point C and Steak Restaurant Thursday through Saturday from 5 to 10 p.m. and make your reservation. I've missed this restaurant, and I can't wait to return because the atmosphere and food, tremendous. And remember, with Wheeling Island Hotel Casino Racetrack's Play It Safe program, they ensure that when you play here or stay here, you're safe here. Remember, all games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsibly. Business is booming, and your local Domino's Pizza is hiring delivery experts. Every day is payday at Domino's to join the team, and you can earn as much as $15 or more an hour with a flexible schedule. Apply online at jobs.dominos.com. Remember, business is booming at your local Domino's Pizza, and they are hiring delivery experts. So come join their team and make every day a payday, where you can earn as much as $15 plus or more an hour with a flexible schedule. Apply now at jobs.dominos.com that's jobs.dominos.com introducing algorithm your newest true crime podcast obsession discover the algorithm created to detect serial killers and how it flagged an unusual number of seemingly random murders in gary indiana a reporter tried to warn local police but was ignored i think the gary police department should be looking at some of those old cases they still may have a killer out there Listen to Algorithm on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Get the best deal! Thomas Santos. Hey, Derek, I have a great idea. Yeah? What's that, Mike? The Thomases are on vacation, right? Yeah. And while they're gone, let's do a crazy sale. How's this? Order a new vehicle from Thomas Auto Centers and receive employee pricing on it when it arrives. I like it. How about let's also send them to a free dinner on Robert Thomas? That's a great idea. Hey, Robert's motorcycle's out back. Maybe we should give that away, too. That's probably going a little too far, but I am in the mood to make some great deals. Plus, I'll give top dollar for every trade-in. Now all we have to do is find a way to tell the customers to stop on over at Thomas Auto Centers for the best deals before the Thomases return. I like the way you're thinking. And you'll love this crazy Thomases are way on vacation sale. Employee pricing, free dinner, and top dollar trade-ins. Only at Thomas. I like it. Get the best deal. Ball Road, St. Clairsville. 
You know, I've been thinking about getting a tattoo. Go for it. I've heard the artist at Breaking Skin in Bridgeport do some crazy good designs. You think it hurts? Breaking Skin Tattoo and Body Piercing is a full-service shop. They specialize in custom tattoos of most styles as well as cover-ups. With six tattoo artists and two piercers working full-time from their state-of-the-art studio. Visit BreakingSkinTattoo.com to check out their awesome designs and see how they're keeping their studio sterile and safe. And if you're worried about the pain, the crew at Breaking Skin has four words for you. Don't be a Want great wine, entertainment, and food trucks? Go to BlackSheepVineyard.com for more info and schedules. This is the Daily McCoy Consulting Scam Alert. Using your personal information, an identity thief can file a fraudulent tax return and claim a refund. Hey, it's Bloom Daddy. couple things about Belmont Carson Petroleum that I wanted you to know. First of all, Belmont Carson Petroleum has been voted the number one oil distributor in the Ohio Valley Times leader poll numerous times. Probably because 99% of their customers get next day delivery. Or maybe because they have the lowest prices guaranteed and deliver from East Liverpool to New Martinsville and everywhere in between. Whether it's heating oils, diesel, gasoline, or motor oils, Belmont Carson Petroleum will deliver as they have been in the Valley for over 75 years. Belmont Carson Petroleum in Lansing, Ohio. For your physical therapy needs, trust trained therapist Shane Florence and Josh Bernarski at Ohio Valley Sports and Physical Therapy, the area's premier physical therapy clinic in Bridgeport, Ohio. Call Ohio Valley at 740-609-7225. The Pike 40 Restaurant and Bar has brunch just for you. Hey, it's Bloom Daddy, and I'm talking 9 a.m. until 2 p.m. every Saturday, brunch at the Pike 40. Plus, they have new menus, meaning the summer menu and the main menu have been revised. Also at the Pike 40 Restaurant and Bar in Morristown, Ohio, you can get Dutton Cattle Company Akaushi Wagyu Beef at the restaurant. Try saying that five times in a row. Heck, I barely made it once. And did I mention the best outdoor patio in the valley is open also? The Pike 40 Restaurant and Bar, diagonal from Union Local High School. Get your alignments at Wheeling Tire online at wheelingtire.com. Are you dreaming of something greater? A college degree, job skills, a rewarding career. The Ohio Army National Guard can help you get the education you need to land the career you've always wanted. The Ohio National Guard Scholarship Program could pay 100% of your college tuition. You're eligible for the scholarship as soon as you enlist. Learn more about the many benefits that come with serving in the Ohio Army National Guard. Visit NationalGuard.com today. Sponsored by the Ohio Army National Guard, aired by the Ohio Association of Broadcasters and this station. Bloom Daddy. Politics left, right, center. We're live in Orlando, Florida right now. NBC News Radio National Correspondent Rory O'Neill. All right, so what are we expecting the president to, to say today, Rory, about this new crime initiative? Well, good morning, Bloom Daddy. Look for the focus to be on community policing and stopping gun trafficking. Don't look for any sweeping crime legislation or gun control bill. Uh, the administration knows that's not going to fly in the Senate. There are two bills that already passed the House and haven't been picked up by the Senate. So nothing sweeping there, but it's really going to be about community policing and stopping gun traffickers. Okay, so I'm going to ask you the question, Rory. What exactly is community policing, or do we have to wait for him to explain it to us? Uh, It's really going down to local level policing. They want the uh, cities and towns to use some of the COVID relief money to hire back some officers that may have been let go during the pandemic uh, because the city budgets were stretched pretty thin. And this is uh, going out in the community, being proactive, uh, not just responding to 911 calls, but having police officers on patrol, uh, getting to know their neighborhoods a little bit better uh, before something goes wrong. Okay. Rory, thank you for the update. Sure. All right. So Elgin... Instead of saying refunding the police, which would be devastating with their liberal crowd, 
it's going to be community policing. That's what we're going to we're going to get fancy here. We're going to play word semantics in the under the guise of political correctness. Right, and they're funding, and they are. He just said you're using the huge COVID it, relief it, to, to <laughs> refund. So yeah, instead of coming out and saying, "Look, this has been a disaster. This whole defund the police movement." You look look at the crime rates. We are now going to refund the police instead of defund the police. Instead of dealing with the backlash from AOC and all the other idiots that make up her little harem and and all of the people out there that hate the police, we're just going to rebrand it and call it community policing. And as long as community policing is a great concept. So, you know, back to walking the beat and people knowing exactly who's there. I agree 100%. Here's the problem with it. Like everything good, it can go bad quickly. So let's let's just throw it out there that we have a community policing system that is now policing that which the Dems want them to police. That is whatever racial racial divide, um, you know, cancel culture. And now you're arresting like it happened in Virginia last night with with the with the citizens and mm-hmm. the parents who are trying to, you know, as long as it's done for the right reasons. But I just, but, I don't trust them. Look, Sorry. just call it what it is. It is. Refunding it is what, the police. It is refunding the police. That's what it is. Use it in the right way. Yes. I have and no problem with that. He's if not going to do that. <laughs> nope. We'll talk more about this coming up with Democrat Dave. Uh, Dave. I was going Dave. back to Dave Castle, Jim Byrne. Jeez. I know that's a long wow. time ago, isn't it? <laughs> Senate Republicans blocking the Democrats' voting rights legislation. They used the filibuster to prevent debate from starting. Now, the measure failed on a 50-50 party line vote, 10 short of the 60 needed to overcome the GOP filibuster. Republicans took issue with imposing federal standards on state elections that they said would weaken state ID requirements. They also opposed starting a new public financing system for congressional elections and politicizing the Federal Elections Commission that enforces campaign finance laws. Democrats, with the White House on their side, Framed the legislation as an urgent priority to save democracy in the face of GOP efforts in some state legislatures around the country to pass what they call voter suppression laws in the wake of Trump's election laws. What do you take out of this? There's so many. There's so much to take out of that. Number one, what a waste of time. What a waste of absolute time. Well, let me stop you right there because the top Democratic political advisor, Dimitri Melhorn, said the same thing. He said this legislative push was setting the party up for failure and dragging me and my country off a cliff. Yeah, that came absolutely. from a Democratic political advisor. Absolutely. Now let's throw in a little Joe Manchin in there. Joe Manchin went with his party on that because it was going nowhere. He voted that way to start to get, get the heat off of him. Save face was, within his own party. Absolutely, because he was starting to get some pushback. Mm-hmm. And so he saves face with his – but he's not going to get rid of the filibusters because he knew it wasn't going to go anywhere. So – I'm going to go ahead with the party because it's not going to go anywhere. And oh well, you know he's he's voting with us. No, he's not. <laughs> you know? What did you see this as? What, what did you see? Did you see this as a battle of one party just simply wants states to be able to control their elections and they want rules and regulations within those states, and another party, the Democratic Party, just wants it to be a free for all, wild wild west. Anybody vote anytime. Let's get rid of. All barriers. Right. Is, all that, is that how you view they, this? Absolutely. Like, they want a national law that basically expands the time, the dates, and whatever. What, you know, mail-in, val- everything. No rules. Because I, I, they believe that you should have access to the vote whenever you want and however you want. And you know, that's not really the way it works. I, I said this the other day. I noticed I think I think you agreed. I can't remember. You can correct me if I'm wrong. But shouldn't there be some minimal effort in anything that's important? It's important to vote. 
So shouldn't there be minimal effort required? Absolutely. I mean, minimal don't you effort feel, and minimal, you know, education. Yeah, so just opening it up, Kurt Blanche, just, <laughs> hey, vote whatever you want, do whatever you want, takes no effort. Right. Okay. I want people that are willing to put forth a little bit of effort. And what I mean by that is you're not limiting anybody. As long as you've got, you've got some early voting, you've got absentee voting, you, but there are... There are ramif- not ramifications, but there are guidelines, consequences that you got to cons- follow. Right. Absolutely, I don't think that's asking too much of anybody. No. And anybody who can't follow that or can't do that, in my opinion, shouldn't be voting anyway. Right. I mean, there are guidelines and limitations on everything that you do. You can't go shopping. Well, there are some places that you, but you can go to Walmart anytime you want. But there yeah. are even some WalMarts that aren't open twenty four hours. There are hours. There there are limitations. You know, everybody, to everything. To everything. And, and you can't just carte blanche, uh, do whatever you want, whenever you want. That than, would be called anarchy. Other than Denny's. Denny's. Isn't Is Denny's 24? Is it still after the pandemic? I don't know. we got to find that out. <laughs> Politics up right center. We're going to be joined by Democrat Jim Byrne coming up. We're going to be talking about should we have a 9-11 style commission for a coronavirus investigation. And 71% believe it should be easier to vote. 80% support requiring a form of identification to vote. 37% believe voter fraud is a major issue. We're breaking it down next. One man, what happened to her plan? She was gonna be an actress. 